And this week we've got a lot of talk, a lot to talk. About. This is one of those nights. A lot to talk about, including the Continental Classic, which my great co-host has seen none of, but he I is willing to talk about it, right? Not, not, well, yeah. I mean, I wanted to watch it, but um, I kind of forgot. And then when I went to look for it, it wasn't right in front of me. So that's another it, issue. It got lost in the shuffle because I'm a bad wrestling fan, and I yes, he is. well at least you admit it, and just for you admitting it, you kind of get a get let off easy. So thank you for that. Instead, oh, he was watching 1997 Raw. You know what I was doing was I was just running through <laughs> all the so Survivor good. Series in the background this week. So like how how like since the first one I started I, I, for the last like week and a half or so I started with 93 just like running in the background I'm drawing and cleaning up around the house and I think I'm on 08 right now You did you really go through all hours those all those hours of Yeah, I mean dude, I'm not really watching this stuff. It's like on in the background when I'm doing shit or when I'm falling asleep, so what, I'm not what really were paying some, attention. What were some things you noticed from having it on in the background? Any any takes off of like, you know, Survivor Series as a whole or how it's changed? I mean, if you want to know what pop culture or what the moral standards were of the average person in whatever year, <laughs> just just go to a WWE WWF programming for that year, and then true all your answers. It'll give you the sensibilities, there. all the fucked up stuff that was okay. Yeah, uh, although even back then they got a lot of complaints. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but Yokozuna was not very liked by the uh, Japanese American Foundation or. Right. Well, yeah. Was, but but just you know, if you want to see where the average American's moral compass was, or just like what was cutting edge, I mean, it, it's just unquote, it's yeah. a different time. I mean, Jerry Lawler with the with the racist slash like you know sexist jokes, xenophobics, and, and sexist. Like, yeah. Oh my God, they really did that, and I remember all of just it. Just throwing too. them out there like nothing too, just just mm-hmm. constantly because he was quick. And a lot of it was like, well, he's a bad guy, so he that's what he does, you know, kind of thing. But, you know, couldn't fly. And then I got to the point where Jerry Lawler was becoming the, you know, the, I just, you know, and through all of this, and I know that, I don't know how controversial this is, but, I, and he's had his moments, but I Probably just, not. I'm not a huge fan of Jim Ross as a commentator overall. Really? Yeah, I mean, I think like, he's had his moments like and everything. abandoning your whole childhood. Yeah, of course. And there's some times, but there's just times in that, you know, big run of WWE where he was just whining and complaining way too much. Does that have a lot to do with the way he was booked, quote-unquote booked, in uh, WWE? Because we know that we know that he has been bullied, made fun of, on right. the air many times. He was a butt of people's jokes. Sure. And they've given him this character a lot of times. You know, I, I quit, you know. Yeah, right. And, the, I mean, even now we get kind of the... Uh, you know the, the 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 ornery or honorary, whatever you say the word is. That I, I feel like he's not like that anymore, bro. I feel like that was like last well, year, but he rarely works anymore. He rarely works anymore, and that's probably purposeful. But you know, we've got kind of the condescending the version of him these days, and the you know old man yelling at the cloud. 
kind of stuff. But back then, he was like a real... I mean, of course, he was always on the side of the baby faces, but just whining and complaining about them cheating so much. It was just, it, it was just bro, annoying. He, he is a classic WWE yes man also. I mean, that is just... Uh, you know, part and parcel for who he was. Remember, he was doing talent negotiate, talent relations, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, he he, you know, no, so he it's was... like almost kind of like when he went to AEW, it was like you know, he's so used to being told every little thing what to do. I feel like he didn't know. Well, uh, no, I mean, I think he's one of the hardest working guys for that company ever with the kind of shit he had to deal with. I'm just, yeah. I mean, in his WCW announcing, I thought was much better. And his early WWE announcing from like the mid '90s, early '90s, but when it got to be like Attitude Era and up into that ruthless aggression era, he just kind of well. At that point, I would say it really fell off the whole like yeah. When when, when we're when we're having and just a lot of the skits and the comedy stuff was really bad too. And there's just a lot of that you know. I saw Crime Time and MVP and all those portrayals and the Great Collie. I mean, there were so many. Just drastically. So so uh, so let's let's can we unpack a couple yeah, of those first sure. for yeah. people that might not know. Crime time. Two black men. Yes. That are criminals. Yeah, they're petty criminals for the most part, right? But uh, they can wrestle. But, but the they, thing yeah, is, but is it, that was their character. Yeah. And this was JTG and who? Uh, Shane Gaspard. R.I.P. No, Chad, Chad Gaspard. But what was his name? What was his name in Crime Time? That's what I'm trying to wonder, dude. Crime oh, Time. It was uh, JTG and someone else. But Shad Gaspar, like you said, rest in peace, one of the craziest wrestling death stories and saddest ones we've ever known. Um, yeah, he, he kind of played his own guy, too, I'm pretty sure. Let's see. Chad Gaspar. He was just uh, Shad, I think. He must have just, just been Shad? Shad? Yeah. Very good-looking guy. I'll say that. Damn. Six foot seven. Thirty nine. He was only thirty nine years old. He was six foot seven. Yeah. Holy shit, bro! Oh my god, what a badass. Okay. Um. Yeah. Speaking of that, real quick. By the I don't know if you know this, but they do have a Shad Gaspard Award every every year now. Did you know that? And uh, it's not with WWE. It's it's with Wrestling Observer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they do like you know. The, the award of the person who's done the most positive impact is, you know, in the world. That's from the wrestling. That's from the wrestling. And so at first, you know, it, it, they had the Warrior Award in WWE, but there's real something kind of gross about that. Yeah, he was a scumbag. He was a guy. So anyways, I just thought I'd bring that up real quick. So, yeah, we were talking about Crime Time, and then you said the next one, MVP. So you... Because I'm going to tell you, bro, there's a lot of black men that I know in their late 20s that said MVP was like the coolest dude in the world. I, I like that. I that like... was as bad as stereotype. No, no, no. But I just, I liked MVP, actually. I like this character okay. a lot. But I'm just saying, like, they have these real, you know, drastic. Um, he plays basketball. Characters that really leaned into their ethnicity. I'll just put it that way. Not always offensive. Like, I didn't think MVP True. was necessarily offensive. But they really, really leaned into any type of, like, ethnic uh, characteristic. Anything you know? ethnic. And in a way, they still try to do things like that. It's not as yeah. bad, but they have that. that. But, yeah, I mean, if Eddie Guerrero wasn't so fucking good, 
that probably would have been considered a little racist too. I mean, oh, he lies and cheats, you know, because he's he's like you know Latino and he rides a uh, he rides on his you know uh, what's it what are those vehicles that he rides lowriders the lowriders right. with the hydraulics. Well, and, let's uh, not forget, I'm not there yet, but they actually had guys come out in lawnmowers and stuff, right, with the Mexi cools or whatever. So we're not even to the peak. Okay. Of, and didn't you have a guy like JBL basically? you know, calling Eddie Guerrero, like, an illegal immigrant or whatever, <laughs> like, in an angle. Like, Jesus. Dude. Not even the bad guys can do that stuff anymore, right? And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just observing the generations, right, um, where bad guys would do really bad things. and Yeah, when I think of bad guys now, yeah, they're, they're like, yeah, I'm thinking of Nigel McGuinness. No, he never, ever. They, they, they just find the bad, the bad, the heel to be a cooler wrestler. And, you know, but they somebody don't like stuff like Dominic Mysterio is just hated because of what he did to his dad and who he's aligned with True. and how he acts. That's it's a has, great. That's a that's a gr- that's a great example. He 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 is also someone who's who's worked very hard and gotten over. Um, but yeah, it has really has very little to do with him being Mexican. I mean, yeah, they had the. He's kind of a gangster thing. I could kind of see that. But whether that was anyone, white guy, black dude, that would have been, that's kind of its own thing. You know, it doesn't have to do necessarily with race. Uh, right. Maybe a little bit, though. You have like, personal hey, attacks you know? on guys, like, I don't know, like the Seth Rollins with Matt Riddle thing or his family. But it's nothing that has anything to do with, like, his, you know, uh, you know, sexual preference or, or you know. True. ethnicity oh, or race that or whatever, was a, you know? that was a that was a big one bro and that was a because big one a yeah lot of, a lot of younger guys probably don't even i'm sure they do but it's like the word gay how 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 common it was and how like everyone kind of said it you're gay bro that's gay that's gay as hell and you know uh, in wrestling, you called a, a person, oh, you're a woman or you're, you're you know, F-slur. It's like, oh, my God, you, that is the rudest thing you could possibly say. Where nowadays, it's like, no, you just don't say that. Well, I mean, that's what, you know, Bret Hart was calling DX, uh, you know, in that mid, Jeez. you know, that, uh, he was, he called him that. So, I mean, wow, that was an accepted thing. I don't, I don't know if accepted is the right word, but that was a thing where... People would say it. Wasn't, it and, dude, if it was on network TV, we can call it accepted for the most I part. Guess. It wasn't something or it, that I like, don't know was, if it's accepted rather than just allowed or you know is it's more of the or it was tolerated. Accepted by USA, bro. It was I would accepted say, by USA and all their sponsors. I would say tolerated is maybe the right word. Um, I'd I'd still say accepted, bro. Like these sponsors yeah. know what's going on. They're not just tolerating it; they want in, and they are paying money to get in on this action. So for the time, you know, I um, mean, what's the most uh, offensive thing we see now? Like Toriano's bullshit, or I mean, I don't even know. Like, there's not really in rest in re- in wrestling. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, where you're like, oh my god, you, this is so racist. Usually, the real the real bad shit is an accident. Like yeah. they say something wrong, or it's bad timing. The last time I could think was the quarters with MJF, and like I don't think that was meant to. Do you know? You remember that one? Which r- refreshed me. Where uh, Jay Robinson pulled out a roll of quarters to fucking hit uh, MJF. And then there was oh, that whole Juice thing Robinson. about MJF being... Did I say... Yeah, Juice Robinson. Juice so, Robinson. So he took uh, out a roll of quarters to hit MJF and what happened? Because I, I don't think I thought... And, it. like, the whole thing was about, like, MJF being a Jewish and them throwing quarters on the ground and say, pick it up, little Jew boy. 
That's uh, what that Juice Robinson did? Stuff. Yeah, but it was bad timing because Juice Robinson was, that was part of his gimmick, was using the role of quarters. But they didn't think it through, bro. So it was just something so, that landed wrong. It wasn't purposeful, but it landed wrong and they immediately stopped mentioning it. Yeah. But as far as like purposeful stuff that's offensive, yeah, it's going to be something MJF says. And it's, you know, or Edge. Or I'd say the furthest you can go is Christian, right? There's been some Christian dead daddy stuff that has been pretty cool. That's about as I'm not cool, as but as like you can... pretty out there. Whoa. But that's all that's stuff that is. That's about as far as you can go. That's as, that's, I'm sure it's like, you know, hey, Jungle Boy, we're going to talk about your dad a little bit. Is that okay with you? I mean, this stuff is oh, all absolutely. clearanced. It's these all days. pre-planned. But that's not they like. They totally asked the mom. But like I said, that's not a personal attack on his ethnicity or his gender or his sexual preference. It's all just kind of like personal life. Uh, you know, it's not anything that makes him. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, it's not anything that you know some people see in a lower light or some people like oh you're yeah. homosexual that that's t- bad you know there's not anything that people don't I don't know what the word I'm looking the, for there's a word for it well but, I, I mean I, I just know, it is kind of it is kind of funny because you a look lot at, of us have dead dads you know like it's not like it's uh, it yeah. happens to everybody so yeah, it's something that happens to everyone. It's something people can relate with as fucked up as it sounds. It's something, it's still uh, weirdly relatable. And especially the guy. And, and you know, that's <laughs> maybe 20 years from now talking about dead relatives will be a, you know, extremely offensive thing. It's possible. And right now it is, but it's passable, right? It's passable yeah. where we can say, oh, he's a bad guy. Where if he was saying the N-word and stuff, we'd be like, all right, just because he's a heel doesn't. And, and th- we've had those issues. I think... Please tell me if I'm wrong, but I think the Super J cast always talks shit about AJ Styles for doing racist promos back in the day. Is is this something you remember, or is this? Am I making this up? I I'm not saying you're making it up, but I've never. Yeah, I haven't heard the J cast talk about it, but it might have been before I started listening to J cast. But I mean, I, I don't want to say anything bad about there, uh, you know one of my favorite I mean, wrestlers. There's tape of uh, you know Excalibur saying the N word at a PWG promo too from like circa two thousand. Oh yeah, and there was there there was the thing with Kevin Steen, right? So yeah, something like that. But it, you know, I, I don't know. Like I know there's this whole in character stuff, but I mean, you know, AJ Styles is a yeah. redneck from the south. So I well, that's kind of what I remember it being. And the, and the yeah. argument was like, uh, when is it OK for a heel to say something so inappropriate because they're a heel, you know, and yeah. that's an argument that goes on in wrestling. Well, still. I would never say the word. I don't know what year it was like or whatever. But I mean, obviously, well, Vince McMahon? I'm leaning towards like, w- wait, what? Thought you're going to say what oh. Vince McMahon. Well, Vince said. McMahon did say it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and that like wasn't even super long ago either. We're talking like less than twenty years. Yeah, less than twenty years. I mean, I you know always <laughs> use the, you know, like there's a show that TV show Married to Children. You're familiar with it, right? Love that, love that show. I've seen almost Tremendous every episode. Show. Right, right, and that's a show that obviously had some overtly sexist and even like racial things. Uh, maybe not racial oh, as much, yeah. but oh, oh, dude, oh, dude, he would make fun of fat women. Uh, oh, yeah, all the time. it was just, and uh, he was a misogynist for store. sure. 
But the thing For about sure. he, his wife, he, they wanted his wife just wanted to fuck, you know, and he didn't. <laughs> but and he didn't. Yeah. But what's the thing about Al Bundy that you have this guy uh, that is, you know, in the show, the main character, and he does say and do stuff like that. The guy's a loser, though. And the guy's an idiot and he never wins. You know, he always loses. So he's he not rewarded loser, yeah. for those. He, you know, he's a blithering idiot. So he's not rewarded for any that, of those beliefs. True. You know what I mean? So uh, is there still room no, for... No, he kind of a fucked up life. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that, you know, that show is bad and that guy's terrible. I'm like, yeah, but he's a loser in this show. He never is, like, rewarded or, um, you know... He never comes through or anything like that. He always loses because he's such a, you know, he, it's not like he's rewarded for those beliefs or, you know what I mean? True. Um, so True. we don't really have a wrestling character like that where that could pull it off. But kind of going back to the AJ Styles thing, like I'm obviously leaning towards, yes, you should, I, if that, I have to get the context first. Obviously I'm pretty leaning towards, you know, not good AJ Styles, but um I, I would love to know, not love to know, to be honest, but I would need a little more of an understanding. <laughs> be very first. interested in a, a little more understand. I don't even know if I'm interested, to be honest. But before it comes to that determination, I, the Super J cast, cast guys, I kind of, I tend to side with them on the on the social issues, like almost a hundred percent. So I probably would feel the same way they do. Um, yeah, but, these are the uh, guys that said that. Uh, that when Will Ospreay kicked his wife out of the group, that it was a shocking domestic violence reenactment. Um, yeah. <laughs> and well, they kind of wavered off of that pretty fast, too. I don't think they nah, give a shit they, anymore. Nah. Um, well, they don't anymore, but they sure did at the time when... Anyways, that's... Yeah, it, they, he went that. on a tirade so, uh, about that. I remember that. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I didn't yeah, think it was the I best know. way to a do it in the world A lot of people either. stopped talking to me after that. Oh, because you, you were on their side? by David... No, because I said, look, look, I understand it, but I said, but this isn't that crazy for wrestling, and I didn't find it that offensive. Now, if you do find it offensive, I'm really sorry, and, you know, I, I'm willing to have that conversation, but I didn't think that New Japan was doing anything ridiculous by is, having that angle. Oh, uh, is this where you kind of kind of lost contact with them? I know we've opened up a can of worms. I, I don't really want to talk a lot about it, but David Bixton's fan stopped talk, uh, blocked me after that. Uh, and so I was like, what the hell, Bixton's fan? Is he, he's the he's kind of... He's blocked a lot of people, though. But he's he's kind of a very sensitive guy, I think, right? He's he's very sensitive, but uh, he's not quite on the level of some of the worst like writers online that are just right. crazy motherfuckers. Because he still gets around. like He does post-wrestling and this, this, mm -hmm. and that, but... No, he is like, yeah, he blocks people on the drop of a dime. I, I, I so. never get into this Twitter war thing because I just don't feel like I have enough conviction in my beliefs to where I want to put it out there like that. Like, I'll talk to you and stuff like that, but I don't give a shit if you disagree with me. Like, to be honest, here and there I might get fired up about something, but, like, I don't care. <laughs> like, when people are, you know, I just, maybe I should more, but, um, no. you know. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. I, I, I mean, dude, I've had a couple times in this past couple weeks where, like, Twitter has actually upset me. And that does not happen often. So, no, yeah. I say keep keep off of there. Because no, 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 I mean, I get upset at some things. And... But I never really let it get to that level where I'm, like, a little keyboard warrior, you know? Um, yeah. 
But like, you know, I think my interactions with the Jcast have been mostly positive. I've tried to like design stuff for them. And, stuff. and uh, you know, I'll message them here and there and they're pretty responsive, but sometimes they just like, they're like, oh yeah, we definitely want to do the shirts. I'm like, well, give me an email address and I'll send you the artwork. And then I, you know, they're, they, I think they're just busy, but. Yeah. Well, but, you know, know, we have our own thing going, so we don't need yeah. to talk about them. But I, I do want to kind of move on to talking about something. You know, we were talking about Twitter and keyboard warriors, and I don't <laughs> want to go on about that subject exactly. In fact, one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast with you, because I thought that a lot of people talked too much about Twitter warriors and everything going on yeah. there. But I do want to – this does lead into kind of a little bit of talk about that. Uh, first thing I want to ask is is a, is about uh, AEW, and if you did see the Like a Dragon street fight. I, I did see some of it, but um, not really. I didn't really watch a lot of that, that this week. I did watch Full Gear, oh, which we could go over, but I heard it we was will. fun. I, I just – I, I the like a dragon street fight man, it was so much. It was hilarious, dude, and it like had so much stuff from the actual game. Um, I mean, you had the the baby faces all coming out in the black suits. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you can customize your you know your guys to wear all black suits, right? Yes. So so on top of that, they had uh the bad guys came out as some of them came out as as Yakuza characters like Takeshita wearing these like big baggy Asian, like Asian style pants and the eye patch. Um, so that was pretty great too. And dude, I mean, look, you had a come out on a bicycle, hit two people with a cardboard tube, basically as soft as possible. They sold it like death. And then he got clotheslined off the bicycle <laughs> onto his head, bro. It was like one of the funniest things. I like, Ibushi being closed off off a bicycle is not something I thought I would see on TV, you know? It's just one of those things where it's such an inside joke kind of match, right? Like, they were really... Yeah, people hated it. A lot of people were pissed at it. I I mean, of course, the uh, we're talking about the... Jim Cornette of the world. The crowd. The Jim Cornette (laughs) crowd, but people was like, this is the worst death match I've ever seen. I was like, dude, I was laughing. When I saw that, that bicycle spot... I laughed so hard, and I'm at work, and people are like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Dude!" I mean, and I even showed my coworkers; they loved it. They were like, "That's awesome, dude!" I mean, that's obviously Kenny Omega's little baby right there, right? Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, uh, that's DDT. I mean, he's done the bicycle spot in DDT before, back in the day. Right. And uh, and and they've had that spot in DDT. So yeah, maybe it was. It, you know, it's a Bushi does crazy shit, bro. And he's looking better, too. He's looking a lot better. You know, a lot so, of it with him is I think he was just out of ring shape because he probably hadn't wrestled for so long. Oh, God, dude. He hadn't. He had just been practicing. I don't think he'd been in front of a crowd for years. Feels like that, yeah. Yeah, so that match was great. Big Show was funny as hell, too, just slapping people. And and shout-outs to Big Show. He, the dude's legs look like they're, fu- they're like, worse than fucking... Um, they're worse than what's that dude's name? Tanahashi in New Japan with the legs at right angles. No, Tanahashi's legs are fine compared to him. Uh, yeah. the guy, the guy that does the Mongolian chops. Why can't I remember his name? Tenzon. Dude. Tenzon. Tenzon has like his legs go at right angles. Like his ankles are like yeah. at right angles. And like, dude, like Big Show's getting there, dude. His legs look tiny. 
Like they can't support. You know what I mean? You lost all that weight a little while. Well, speaking of that, like I'm seeing a lot of Big Show with those Survivor series. Is 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 Paul White? Paul White. Yeah. Oh, I know. He's just. It's going to be hard ever not to call him Big Show. Even no more. No more BS, bro. No more BS. Get the F. I guess it's a little clever. Yeah, it is kind of clever. Um, but he took a huge bump, dude. He took a. Body slam from on top of a car onto another car or on a table to a car. He took a fucking body slam onto the hood of a car, dude, from like, you know, eight feet up. Big Show's 50 years old. So, you know. But he's a different body. He's different, though. He he ain't going to be wrestling till 58, right? Like, he's not like Chris Jericho who can just keep going and going. I mean, we've had conversations about, like, you know, uh, the athlete body, you know, in terms of, like, when you're seven foot tall and you're an, you know. He's just different, though, bro. You have wearing like, yeah, hair. He's, he's even different than basketball players because he's huge, too. Like, he's well, actually he, physically, like, Well, thick. he had gigantism, and, they ha- and he was able to have the... Um, the surgery to take it out or whatever they do. Like when Oh, you, he would have been even bigger? Maybe, yeah. But when you have gigantism, like or whatever him and Andre the Giant had it as well, the, the, there's something with your, I don't know, like pituitary gland or something like that where they can go in and Yeah, it just some keeps going. And I think your just keeps growing. Yeah, there's some type of procedure that they can do to like, I don't know if it's if stunt it's the right word, but to minimize it or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and he was able to have it done at a, at a, an age Andre did it, which probably led to a lot oh, of his shit. complications and whatnot. So yeah, mm-hmm. but still, okay, you know, I you have a big body that. like that. Um, that's a lot of weight on your legs and, you know, there's almost so, only so much, you know, mobility that you have with that type yeah. of weight and, you know, you know, just think about a giant three-ton pickup truck uh, versus a sports car, you know, that's not going to be able to go 90 miles an hour. You know what I mean? Like, there's just limitations, you know? And I'm imagining a lot of the damage on him has been a little more pronounced because of his size, because, you know, it's just, uh, especially on the legs and stuff. I don't know all the injuries or surgeries he's gone through, but it seems like he is doing well. I mean, look, he wrestled, right? I mean, that was cool. Came out of it just fine, but, uh, you know, I, I like seeing him do this stuff here and there. I like it better than seeing him get destroyed in WWE like a fucking loser, which was happening in those last couple of years. Um, yeah, I just remember so, that period where he was like, you know, jobbing up to Rusev and stuff. And then there was always the joke like that where he would switch. <laughs> he was, he yeah. would switch from heel to baby like like four or five times a year. Yes, I remember that as well. So. I remember when he did it at, uh, speaking of survival se- Survivor Series, he did it uh, at Survivor Series and beat up John Cena, and then Sting came out. That's right. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That moment that we all thought, uh, we all thought that Nemeth would finally uh, make a big splash in WWE. Nick Nemeth. Dolph Ziggler. Okay, um, so speaking of, yeah, I was speaking of that like a Dragon Street fight. Okay, I recommend go back and watch it. Brian Cage dresses as a one of the street thugs also. You get what That's I'm awesome. saying? Everyone yeah. dresses as street th- What are they called? Sojimons. Sojimons. Right. 
I know so what you're talking about. The bad yeah. guys kind of dress as Sojimon. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Um, besides that, we have the Continental Classic, which, again, you haven't done your homework on it. But that's okay because I have. Um, this tournament looks awesome to me, Justin. It does what look do awesome. About it? And I wanted to watch it, but I did. So, there you go. Well, no, I'm not talking about... I'm not giving you shit, Justin. I'm not saying, oh, this was awesome, so you should have watched it. I'm asking for your take on the entire uh, uh, tournament. So um, far. I'm asking for your take on the people that are in it. No, I, I like... Give me a couple this. minutes. Uh, go, I'll be right back. Um, well, the one question that I'm going to have for you when you get back is going to be, what has the presentation of it been like? Um, is it... How is it presented? Um, I... I I like the people in it. I think it's well done. I like the names and all that stuff. Um, I don't understand why it needs to lead to a, a, a new title, let alone the blending of the, uh, is it the ROH title and the New Japan Strong title? I don't know. And the New Japan Strong title. But right. I and ROH have, title I too? An, I think they have an awesome storyline explanation for that. Right, but uh, I know I think it should just lead to having a title shot or some t at some kind of checkpoint. Yeah, it should. You're right. A world it should, title it shot. Should. That's what every Japanese tournament is, you know. I would love for this tournament to be a little later in the year and lead to can't get um, much later. Lead to an all-in title top title shot. Yeah, when's all-in usually? August. Oh well, then you'd have to have it earlier in the year, is what you're saying. Well, you could, no, I mean, okay, later from this point on, Justin, is what I mean. So, yeah. Oh, later, I mean, just in, later in from like, now, yeah. Not necessarily yeah, in like the year. March, March or April. Right, uh, right. March or April. So, yeah. But this is a thing, this is going to be kind of a test, and this is also something I'd wondered if it was possible. Like, in my head, I was like, yeah, they could do something like this, but with they would TV, have to have... But that's what I was going to ask you, is what was, the, what was the presentation like for this? Presentation was... Very good, I would say. Now, when you say presentation, I mean like it's still a dynamite show. Right. But the way that they the re the way that they really did it is that they they had this pre-show that was really fucking good. They did a pre-show with just the two Tonys, and both of them just announced all the competitors, and I thought that was pretty great, actually. Mm. So no no press conference or anything like that, which I would have preferred. Right, like that would have been funny and awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, but, uh, it's, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish your point. But but no, I think they had the great, now, it's a little odd, though, still, because they should have announced all the names live on TV, yeah. um, kind of like they do on, on in New Japan, but it, it, they did this, you know, before the show, they had that half hour pre-show where they, yeah, they announced everyone, and I thought that was cool. Um, I also, it's kind of cool, we're going the Gold League and the Blue League, little different instead of a and b i was kind of thinking we should do gold and silver although silver is considered less than gold so i don't know you but know? what's blue but blue is just the other league they i know league maybe league. they should have done blue and red or something that's like a little bit like blue opposite. and red yeah exactly whatever I, gold, that's gold it's not really a little a big deal. picky but not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, not a big deal. And besides that um i was also impressed with the planning because it's all pretty much planned out Every match is planned out. We have, and just like the uh, the G one, we know the dates when the matches will be, I believe. Mm. Um, and so, 
Our next show is uh, going to be uh, tomorrow night at Pittsburgh. We're going to get Claudio versus Daniel Garcia and Eddie Kingston versus Brody King. So um, nice. I think the field is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's really good. A lot of older dudes, but like a lot of guys that are really also vying for top spots right now. So list out. Can I list out the guys? Yeah, go for it. How about how about we'll do it old school way? I'll list it out and then we can just talk quickly about them. This is not as big as a G one. There's not twenty people, so mm. yeah. And then you can tell me too if you think they'll win it or not. And I know you haven't watched a ton of AEW lately, except Full Gear. Yeah. But uh, I think you know some of these dudes' positions kind of by watching Full Gear. Sure. First guy in the Blue League is Andrade El Idolo. Okay. I mean, what do you think? I mean, he's not gonna dis- he's not gonna disappoint bell to bell, that's for sure. But he's just one of those guys that Tony signed and has never really done anything with, right? He's like he's one of those guys that like kind of like the other one, kind of like Malachi Black, where it's like I have a strong feeling these guys are just waiting for their contract to end. Yeah, and I don't know what they're gonna do when that happens. I think they want to join their wives. Yeah, if they yeah, if they'll take him back. I don't see why they wouldn't, especially when your wife is Charlotte Flair, dude. Yeah. I mean, and I, I don't know. Those both seem like, especially since they were in AEW too. Like people look way better when they go back to. And are WWE, those are right? both guys that ask for their release too, right? They weren't like. I cut. think there was a room. There was a rumor about that with Andre, uh with with Alistair or Malachi, but I don't know if that was because there was a rumor he asked for his release and then like he came back and was like, no, everything's cool and then started wrestling, but he's never gotten any kind of credible push either, you know? Right. Yeah, neither did Aleister Black. It always looked like they might do something with him. I remember I had a friend that when he was in NXT, he's like, man, I bet you Vince loved this guy. He was good in NXT, though. Oh, he was. And he's like, oh, Vince is going to love this guy. I'm like, nah, Vince, too many tattoos. Like, Vince isn't going to do anything with him. Yeah, he reminds me a little bit of the late great. Uh, God, it's so crazy we're talking about this guy passing away still. The the uh, late great Husky Harris, otherwise known as what's his name again? Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Well, God, I don't. I remember their old names. I don't remember their current names. But they reminded me of each other in the sense that they were both very creative people, to almost to a fault. Right. So Does where that they make would, sense yeah. at all? Well, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like they get frustrated when they're not artistically, when they don't have that artistic outlet, maybe. So, and they have so many ideas, too. A lot of them are just like the writers are like, okay, let's keep it. I mean, right now, you know, Malachi Black claims that this is part of his WWE storyline. Like, he says Aleister Black has died, and this is a continuation. Oh, Malachi? Yeah, that's what it is. Like he said, oh, um, no, Alistair Black was my last character, and now this is his brother. You know, like that's like weird. I sort could of see shit. him being good in New Japan, like bringing him and Brody in, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, well, I think he was pretty good in uh, Tommy End, was pretty good in PWG. Yeah. Well, he'll always have that. I mean, he can still, he can still yeah. do that when they do, when they start doing shows next year. He's, I think if. him and Brody are still the tag champs, to be honest. Oh, wow. Right now. That's, that. Wow. Um, but, uh, um, okay. you know, but he's a guy that I think, uh, you know, yeah, you're right. They are very similar uh, stances right now. Although I think, 
isn't uh, Malachi in a little bit more of a prominent faction that is in some storylines yes. mid-card? That yes. House of Black is yes. still pretty featured. I don't know if featured the right word, but they are, you know, they're on TV well, fairly one of the members is it, One of the members is the woman's champion now. Julia Hart? Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. So she's getting a push. Um, the thing about, uh, look, I'm going to say this. Here's my quick spiel. AEW is is really enjoyable. I think each show is pretty great. Um, it's the best wrestling show I watch week by week. And their pay-per-views, I've never seen a bad pay-per-view from them. I've never seen a bad pay-per-view. Um, but still, the online discourse is that the company's falling apart. Tony Khan does cocaine all the time. And uh, <laughs> that everything is bad. But there's some really great stuff. But there is some bad stuff. So I have to measure this out because the stuff I complain about... It's not that huge a deal, but people will tell you the company's falling the fuck apart because of it, okay? Well, yeah, I think uh, I will side with some of the critics on this. I don't I don't like their main event angle right now. I love MJF and all that, but I, I didn't like... You don't uh, like MJF versus Samoa Joe? No, that was fine, but I mean, I'm talking about the full gear stuff, but I didn't like... What we, Jay White? Can, how Jay can, White's been? We can get it. Presented. We can get into that yeah. in a bit because sure. I, I think I just I kind of disagree in a way. But the thing I wanted to say was there is some kind of weird booking slash bad booking right now with Andrade. You know who his partner is, dude? Who is it now? His CJ Perry. Who's CJ Perry? Why am I? I'm gonna Google that right. Lana. Lana. Oh right. Yes. Yes. And that whole thing with her and Miro has been kind of dumb. Like, they tried this in WWE where she, like, well, was well, like, Lashley. I'm not with Miro. I'm with someone else. Well, they did the cuck thing Dolph with Ziggler Bobby and Lashley. Yeah, so I they're don't just know. doing the same shit. I don't understand that. How the fuck would you? Maybe it's because uh, Miro doesn't want to wrestle that much and she wants to work a lot. I don't know. But he was a big missing part of this tournament that made me sad. I, I think he's another guy. He's just, he's kind of like, he just likes cashing checks and wrestling once every few months, you know? You know, I think with Miro, like, of course, we don't know the real story or anything. But he seems like a guy that's no. just been, um, you know, kind of, I don't know if heartbroken is the right word. But, like, you know, frustrated with the way he's been presented for a while. And he's just kind of given up now. I don't know if that I, I I don't see him being frustrated, bro. I think he's pretty happy. No, no, I mean no, at times but, in WWE and then you know when his early kind of run in AEW, he didn't seem happy. In WWE, yeah, you had the Rusev section, or was that Cesaro? No, you had the Lana and Rusev Day people. Rusev Day, that's it. It was yeah. Rusev Day, and yeah, he never got. Or even pushed. that, that um, you know, early barefoot era where he, you know, he finally lost to Cena at WrestleMania when they could have just totally elevated him and let him beat Cena. And Oh, know. yeah, yeah, yep. That was a big match, too. That and was a big match. Just, I think they had a corners match or a strap match or some shit. Something like that, mm -hmm. yeah. He came out in the yeah. tank and everything. It was good stuff, but um, they just... Hey, they he were, he's a good-looking guy now, though. I will say that. He looks better than he ever has, which oh, is yeah. good for his health. Yeah, and, you know, he stopped wrestling in the bare feet after injuring his foot. Well, it's but. just crazy, though, bro, because he is he's actually a really good wrestler, and he's much better now than he was in WWE, and yeah. his matches are good. Remember, his match with fucking Powerhouse Hobbs was amazing. 
No, no, no. He, no, there's he, that, that. Yeah, no doubt. I just I wonder where his head's at. I wonder if it's like that or if he's texting Tony and being like, hey, I got to work or if he's just happy. I'd like to know. If we have any people that know, have the inside scoop, let us know. Yeah. Is Miro happy? <laughs> uh, after Andrade, we got Brian Danielson, probably your out front favorite to win besides maybe a couple others, right? His eye orbit now, is healed all the way or is he wrestling in a I I, eye I, patch? I doubt it. Over under, how many injuries does he get? 0. 0.5. You know, it's funny though because like get... the, the injuries he got are like kind of freak injuries. Like, uh, you know, the you the... say that yes, and people say that, but like at the same time, if you're getting freak injuries over and over, that in itself is a message. But I mean, well, maybe a message of like, okay, I, mean, I don't, but I don't think it necessarily means if your arm breaks on an elbow and then you you fracture an eye orbit. It's not like a reoccurring knee or this ankle yeah, that keeps giving him problems, you know? Well, the biggest issue with him would be concussions, right? Right, and, and I don't and think having he's... having seizures. I don't think he's had any issues with that that I know yeah, of. Yeah, so he's probably, he's probably pretty confident, dude. I mean, he knows his body better than us. Like, his issue was seizures, seizures and concussion. And uh, if he hit his eye, that is pretty random, you know? It, you know, kind of crazy, we're, though. we're getting that rematch. We're getting if, that rematch, too, between Andrade and Danielson. If I would have told you the day that he did that retirement speech in Seattle in, what was it, 2017 oh, or something like that? Like Yeah, with, with the crying uh, right, from AEW. Right, wearing the flannel. Was it 2017? I watched it live, bro. I remember. Fucked me up. Right. Somewhere if, around there. If I would have told you, John, don't worry. In seven years, he's going to face Okada at the... Tokyo Dome. <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom? Isn't that at the oh, Tokyo said, Dome? Shut Don't worry. The fuck up. Seven years. Like, what the hell? Are you, like, I mean, it's just kind of a trip when you really you, think you of... You know what? I've, I, I probably would have said it was possible just because I was paying attention to all that shit. I remember thinking, like, it doesn't seem that bad, but we don't see all the bad stuff behind the scenes. We don't see the seizures, you know? Right. Well, I think it was, it was a like thing... He's walking. ...where... You know, he was still under contract with them for a few more years after. So he, it's not like he could have ran and gone somewhere else. Um, yeah. So he had to stick around and do whatever they told him for the next couple years. And then, of course. Oh, and he would have gone to New Japan, too, bro. He probably would have if they just flat out released it. If he f- just got released from his contract. But but they made the they made the best of him. He was great. No, as no, they, SmackDown. Listen, they took care of him. Right. Yeah. They did. They, they paid him well, and they took care of him. And like you said, he had a pretty good run as the GM there. And then when he finally came back, it's, it felt like it was going to be great. And he had actually a really good run with the title. Yeah. Maybe yeah, his best run with the title. Run. And he had, you know, of all those, like, made-up belts, that hemp belt is one of the – and I'm not, like, a person that wants to own championship no, that's belts. No, the that's the best made-up belt, bro. I so would far. want that one. I would want that one. It's ten times better than the the fiend belt, and it's like three times better than the triple B. So yeah, it is right. very cool. That was a very cool belt. No, and then whole... he played a whole new character too. He got played a whole new character that was like not unlike any character he had played before. Yeah, because his former heel character was the no, 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 yeah. and now he went he 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 took all his what like love of the earth and turned that into a heel character. Genius. It was, it was like a South Park. <laughs> Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it was great. So, Brian, 
Danielson, a heavy favorite here, although he will be going against Okada soon after this. I almost wish he wasn't in the tournament, but my, my guess for you, Justin, is tell me if you agree or not. I think Danielson is going to do much more technical work, much more technical work in the next couple months. And he's even said he's going to break Okada's arm. That's I think, the story. I mean, he's got he, he's got to be one of the favorites for this tournament and probably take that whatever he wins out of that tournament and defend it against Okada at the Tokyo Dome. That would be that would be sick. Um, another favorite for the tournament is Eddie Kingston, and you were saying, "Oh, why are fucking Kingston's belts part of this tournament?" Right? Well, I wasn't saying why. I mean, I just was stating the fact they are. So, do you know why they are? I don't. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Because, well, first of all, because Tony Khan wanted it, but let's go beyond that. And he probably talked to New Japan. The story is, and this is something that used to happen in the Super J crown tournaments is someone is so cocky when they enter a tournament that they throw their fucking belts in the ring oh i did say, see eddie do that right i was just thinking from a you know booking perspective for booking perspective but no that is from the booking perspective is i i yeah. it, it is it well well booking they just wanted it they had to talk to new japan too that's not his op it's not an option eddie has you know but eddie i just, like the storyline eddie that is he just, just a guy that I, I kind of like the way he's presented right now because it's like he's a guy that he's I got nothing to lose anymore and it's almost like I, I want it I need you know what I'm gonna just like put everything on the line because I want to <laughs> seems like he wants some time off and he's like fuck it I'll just put everything you know I don't have a great yeah. hand but I'm going all in you know <laughs> yeah and and you know I think this is kind of how people back in the, now of course things get belts get turned into one belt nowadays but I think this is part of the way that people had like twenty belts back in the day, like your uh, your what's his uh, Ultimo Dragon yes, and stuff. Ultimate I think it was Dragon, from like yeah. winning these tournaments where people were throwing their belts in. So, um, okay. but I do also I think that AEW is going to be eating one of AEW, uh, New Japan's belts. I think that New Japan is this is my this is just a gut feeling from a few days ago. I think New Japan is going to be winding back the strong uh, stuff. Is that a possibility? Uh, well, absolutely. I mean, I don't know why they put out the women's tag titles, right? They have women's tag titles, don't they? Do Strong? they? <laughs> they do. Um, when when did I, they do that? I, I don't really know what to make of the whole Strong thing, because sometimes I hear interviews with Rocky Romero where he says he wants to bring it. He's He was trying to get it brought back. So uh, I, don't I don't see know. anything about a women's tag title, bro. I think they do have one. Now, is it an NJPW women's tag title? Maybe, but I, I don't know if it's IWGP or Strong. I'm not sure. I think it might be Strong, though. I mean, it's one of those things where you might not find it on the internet. <laughs> and the Strong the strong Women's Championship is still very new. I mean, Julie uh, Willow Nightingale was the first champion ever when she beat Mercedes. So that's still very new, too. Um yeah, I don't see anything about a. Uh, let's try NJPW women's tag. I could see them doing that for the the mix shows. Um. Uh oh, something's popping up. Yeah, I don't see it, brother. I just see IWGP Women's Champion and the Strong Women's Champion. 
Okay. Yeah. I don't know what belt I saw them floating around with. Somebody. Whatever. I'm on crack. I don't know. I'm sniffing coke like it's Tony okay. Khan over there. It's here. okay. You, you, <laughs> that's a whole other issue, bro. Although, you, you remember that movie Airplane? Yeah. Of course, right? Sure. One of the best bits of that movie was when the guy was like, I gotta quit using caffeine when I come to work. You remember that joke? And like yeah. as the movie goes on, the drugs just he's like, I gotta quit doing amphetamines before yeah. I come to work. And then the last one, he's like, I gotta quit sniffing glue before I fucking come to work. Oh god, I love that joke so much. Um, Eddie Kingston, Brody King. This will be cool just because we get to see Brody King in singles action in AEW. And he's a badass. Have you seen him live? Yeah. I used to see him at bar wrestling all the time, as close as, you know, I am to my desk. Huge, impressive guy to watch. I think someone needs to bring back a new bar wrestling, dude. You and my sister and brother-in-law were going to that. Were they going to bar wrestling, too? They were probably going to the Baldwin Park one. yeah. Dude, they were, like, huge fans of... of, Joey uh, Ryan? Jarvis, Jarvis. uh, Gentleman Jarvis. Oh, uh, yeah. and then, no, the guy that, God, I keep forgetting his name, but he was from L.A., like a Filipino homosexual gentleman who went into WWE and then Jake Atlas like, failed out of Nick Atlas. Yeah. Jake, no, no, not Nick Atlas. Jake, Jake Atlas. Atlas. Jake yeah. Atlas. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were big fans of him, too. Well, Gentleman Jervis so. is another person, too. Uh, very cool dude. to him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool dude. Is it true that he he talks kayfabe in in messages, or like he um, talks in fucking? No, <laughs> he doesn't like hit you up with his 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 weird way of speaking or anything. Mm, not really. And I what think stopped a... that gentleman from ever getting into a bigger company? What stopped him? His gimmick. Yeah. Um. I, I think I, I I am just speaking. I don't know if I'm the right person. To even maybe we just it. don't know enough. We don't, don't. I think there's been uh, maybe he's had some issues. I don't know. I don't want to even speculate because I kind of, you know, I've had interactions with him and they've all been very pleasant. So yeah. I don't I don't really want it. I don't know, to be honest. OK, well, he took over the gig in 2010 from someone else. OK. The Jervis Cottontail, Jervis yeah, Cottonbelly. Cottonbelly. The Ooh. mass persona was portrayed in the 2000s by T.J. Kane until the 2010s when the independent wrestler Kevin Condron started right. portraying it. And this so, guy too, he's under a mask. That, that's super handsome dude. A lot of them are, bro. Yeah, like shockingly, especially the Mexican guys. Like they get their mask taken off, and you're just like, dude, you're like better. Well, why were you wearing that? Yeah, like they did that with the they did that in in Dragon Gate with Diamante, and I was like, Jesus, dude! I was like, you never should have been under a mask. Like guys, all young, handsome, you know what I mean? Or Andrade. Uh, same thing know, with Andrade. Like, yeah. Andrade. When I seen his, have you ever seen when he pulled his mask off? I don't know if I've he seen looks like moment, a but... fucking nineteen year old kid, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's crying and everything. All right, so under Brody King, we got Claudio Castagnoli. Kind of a little side note He's... here. I'm watching this World Tag League in the yeah. background, and um, I think I need to grow out my hair, and I need to rock the uh, the skull ponytail. Style? Yeah, of uh, Great Ocon. <laughs> Great Ocon really? is 
is hanging on to those follicles as hard as he's he can. He's losing his hair, bro. Oh, you never seen the top of his head, bro, dude? It's not it's, really. It's just, yeah, he, you're right. He, he must pencil in the the hairline a little bit. He's but still, you notice that more than me. Hang on, let uh, me check him out. But yeah, you're right. You are 100. The ponytail is like kind of a like holding on to whatever's left type of deal. And I, I, and I, and uh, you know, obviously our buddy Hanare, who I don't know, I didn't really, I know that he was probably starting to get it, but he just started to pick it, and it looks good, looks great. Dude, um, he he took control of that before anyone could even really tell. Yeah, he it he, was kind he, of yeah. He probably I know you, you're on TV all the time and you you see the angles and you're like okay, um you know that's <laughs> when I was starting to lose my hair one of the first you're, times that's true true you're on TV all the time yes when you, when you when you notice that you're losing your hair you don't really I don't think the average person always notices because like they just look at themselves in a mirror and then they walk around all day, but when you true. like for example you go into like somewhere that has a security camera and you look up and there's the skin yamaka right in front of you. Yeah, that you know, happens. on the camera, you're like, that. oh shit, this is not going well for me, is it? So, you know. That, that usually, you know, that happens to me with my weight. I'm not going to lie. I'll look up there and be like, that dude's fat as hell. Oh, yeah. oh shit, that's me. It's like, oh yeah, man. So it the, looks different the, from my own perspective. But, you know, Kratos Khan still rocks it where I, I wish I could do that. But, you know. I, we I already talked about his match with Moxley, by the way. So we don't need to talk about it more. But that match was cool. So much fun. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I love that Great he, uh, I hope he gets a real run at some point, but there's just not enough room. I don't. I'm card. hoping Hanari takes over. Oh, Hanari too, man. I, I want them to win the World Tag League. How about that? How about so, that? Uh, great. That's a great. That would be awesome. But my question for you is, who's going to take over United Empire? Isn't Osprey still going to be in it because he's going to be AEW? And I know they made poor what's his name. Uh, well, Mark Davis can't say healthy. Um, they need uh, to have a. Kyle, what's the they other need, guy's name from it? Who's great from Kyle United Fletcher? Empire. Kyle Fletcher. Fletcher's just some jobber now, right? M- he's Mark, like a joke Mark act. Davis and Kyle Fletcher. It's like these uh, guys. No, Kyle Fletcher. Kyle Fletcher was in the uh, in that uh, that uh, like a dragon match and did a fucking tombs uh, pile driver into a table, dude, over a menu for ramen. But the day before, was he awesome. was he was at the Kings game with Don Callis, Takeshita, um, Hobbs. And um, Kyle Fletcher at the Kings game. Yeah, but that's because Hobbs. It was probably showing uh, Hobbs and Homeboy, the Canadian, were probably showing the two foreigners what a hockey game's like. You Don know? Callis, Don Calais. I think it's mostly there? Don Callis, huh? Were you there? Where? At the hockey game. Yeah, yeah, because you know oh, they do that's like weird before the start of the game. They have someone bang the drum and start the Go Kings Go chant, and it was always like some okay. guest. And it was Don Callis and those three dudes. Oh, so they weren't incognito, dude. Oh they no, were, no, like, there to... from AEW because because oh. AEW was in town. I know. I was just hoping you could like it was a situation where you could walk up to them. You know what? It's funny because we were we snuck down for that game, but where they do all that stuff, where they have like the yeah. guests and the DJ and stuff, are like two sections over from my real seats. So if I was in my real seats, I probably could have run out to the, uh, you know, the the um, the hallway or whatever, Cut. and maybe yeah, got a picture with them or something it. real quick um, when I they mean, were walking like, out. You know, you're not the only person doing that there. It's not like you'd be annoying or anything. But most people so. did it. The only thing most people um, 
didn't even know who they were. There was like no reaction except for one guy saying, you sucked on Callis. And I'm like, perfect. Damn. So that was great. That's and I love that. You know, I'm a big Don Callis guy. He's great. But um, yeah, I don't get it. But Takeshita is cool. So Takeshita is super cool. And I, he was just, you know, they were all in character pretty much. So I got something weird to tell you, and we're going to get back into these uh, Continental Classic lineups, but I have something really weird to, to tell you about sports and wrestling. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you've known this, but some of the Broncos players went to Mexico, watched CMLL, CMLL, and now they've gotten a lot of the wrestlers to come perform prior to home games in Denver. What do you mean, perform what? Like, they'd have matches outside? Lucha Libre wrestling in the fucking field. I don't understand. With no what ring? What is there to say, bro? No, they have a ring. Let's see. What? Let's see. An exhibition match, Arena Mexico, September 8th. And then after the Arena Mexico... Th- okay, hang on. At, at yeah, Mile High having... Stadium, they put a ring in there? See, that, Before I don't know a Broncos the details game? to that. Broncos game, Lucha Libra. Lucha. So the thing is, though, we've noticed this. Since the Luchas uh, have been coming to Denver, every time the Luchas have come to Denver, the Broncos have won a home game. <laughs> so, yeah. CMLL announcers to bring partnership between Lucha Libre and Empower Field. It's so random, isn't it? That's in August they announced this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's even a T-shirt. Miss- Mystico, Atlantis Jr., Templario, and Volador Jr. I was think, on October 20th. I think you need to buy this t-shirt I just Googled. This is super it. sweet. Hang on. Oh, let, it's, let me, got, me... it's got Templario on it and Voldemort Jr. and Mystico. Dude, if you don't own this shirt, you need to buy it. If this was my favorite team, <laughs> if on. the Dolphins had this try. shirt, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm Googling that to you. Okay, yeah, send that to me. Okay, because I will buy that shit. Yep, that's the one I see. You need that, that shirt. Looks like a, that looks like a, a shirt that they made a lot of, so. You need I'm to hoping. buy one of those. Let's see. Let me There's make sure it's not sold out and shit. Yeah, I, I'm going to keep that up and try to find that, because I'm have worried the Bronco those are shirts the that they gave on. out. That's fantastic. They know Lucha Mask. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. And they've been winning every game with these guys at the field, so um, I I don't know if they're going to be there tomorrow, but uh, or Sunday. Because I think it I just, maybe it was last year, but didn't the Broncos play a game in Mexico City like against the Raiders in the in the last few years? What, too? That's what it was, bro. That's where they went to see them. Got it. So they they brought the Broncos went to Arena Mexico. They saw it and they were like, "This is fucking awesome!" And then they got in contact. <laughs> So we know there's some Broncos or some uh, wrestling fans in the Broncos. We know that. And it's even cooler because they're not huge celebrities. These are, well, they're celebrities in Mexico, but you know what I mean, you know? Yeah, maybe. So let, let me pin that shirt and I'll see if I can get it. 25 bucks. That You're right. That That is an amazing shirt. Okay. Um, we got Daniel Garcia. He's probably going to be the pin taker in a lot of this, but... You know what I like about this tourney? We're still talking about the Continental Classic. Is no one in this tourney is a comedy or a loser wrestler that that we know they will take pins. Does that make and, sense? Well, and a guy like Daniel Garcia might be the closest to you know that little dancing act he does. But this is a chance to to the closest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a guy that can the, give him. He can have a run in this, and you know, upgrade his legitimate yeah, legitimacy. Legitimacy. 
Yeah. The, the other thing, speaking of legitimacy, I don't know if you know this, but the tournament, uh, no partners are allowed at all at ringside. Right. It's like automatic I've seen that DQ. Too. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah no one's other, allowed at ringside. Yeah. The other weird thing is three points for a win, one point for a draw. Okay. So, unlike New Japan, wins are much more valuable than, than a wins in the G1 because uh, it's two points, right? Yeah, it's two points. Um, I think, you know, Tony just is trying to take things and make it a little different than the G1, just so it's not a complete cut and paste. Rip-off. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it is G- a rip-off. I wouldn't say rip-off's the right word, but it is. When you think of a round-robin tournament with two blocks and da-da-da-da, you're like, that's the G1. Yeah, I, the I don't G1's know how common these were of in... Soccer. Huh? Yeah, but the G1's a rip-off of soccer, bro. Well... That's a different sport altogether. That's oh, a, I, I yeah. know, but but I'm round just robin saying, tournaments are, asking, like, are who invented are, the round robins? Yeah, no, yeah, event in round robin. But in terms of the use of in wrestling, is what I'm saying. Yes, and it is Tony saying, "I love the G1. And I love, and I got to find a way to bring something like it to AEW." Oh, you know? Justin, that was part of the beauty of Brian Danielson's introduction and his talking. He essentially said, "He says I wanted to compete in a tournament like this for years." Yeah. Um, and because of the pandemic and because of this, this, and that, I had never been able to. So partially, this part of this tournament is just being made for Brian Danielson. Oh, too. and you I know? also think that at some point, Tony Khan, or when he created AEW, he wanted to eventually have a G1 type of tournament. Like, that was probably something he wrote on his little, you know, uh, yeah, Cody Rhodes list. When he was a child. Yeah, he had on a little Cody Rhodes notebook, little Cody Rhodes. Only problem list. is he had Cody as listed as the winner, so that kind of sucks. But, <laughs> but um, no, I think that is something that Tony wanted to do, and probably uh, Daniel Bryan um, has helped with a lot of the, you know, logistics of that. Well, don't forget WWE held a round robin tournament this year, brother. I mean, did they? This isn't just. Yes, they did. The uh, what was it called? The Heritage Cup. So, I mean, they did? You know, this isn't just... Oh, yeah, was that in NXT, though? In NXT, yep. Right, They did okay. the Heritage Cup, and each match had rounds, and uh, like two or three rounds, and yeah, it was a round-robin tournament. So, I mean, uh, it's kind of weird that WWE got on this before... <laughs> right, before but NXT, AEW, I mean, that's, but, that's not, it's not on Raw or anything, right? You know, it's still WWE, mate. I guess so. In the universe, right? Yeah. Shawn Michaels, uh, yeah, those guys are probably going to win Best Booker and Best Company this year. I have a strong feeling. Um, all right, J- uh, at least Triple H and WWE. Uh, J- Jay White, we have Jay White, who just come off a loss. We're going to talk about that soon. We have John Moxley, another favorite, I would say. Would you? Yeah. Um, Moxley, Jay White would be a favorite, too, I would think, too. Sir Strickland. I would yeah. say he's another favorite because of... His deathmatch performance. He's had, yes, yeah. recently. Dude, even before that, I've been saying how good this guy was since I first saw him. Like, he was not this good in NXT. But in AEW, Swerve, I really think he's he's going to be a main event performer, dude. We'll see, man. I mean, there's a lot of guys you can put that way, but there's just not enough room at the top, man. But he's getting pushed towards that. He's actively on the way. So oh, sure. We'll sure. see if Tony Khan sticks with it. Hey, him, man, it's not the first God, time you see a guy that looks like they're getting a push and then it just kind of stops. It happens no. in every company. No. 
So we'll see. You're right. I just I'd like it. I think he has some of the best facial face, facials in all of wrestling. Oh, he's I great. Think he's yeah. an incredible wrestler. Um, Jay Lethal. This is a pin taker right here. So he's part of the match. And it's kind of crazy you think of Jay Lethal as a multi-time champion, and he's the pin taker here. And the same thing will go with Mark Briscoe. Yeah, you who know, is one of the most. Uh, Jay Lethal's about three years uh, too late. Asked. Yeah, three years. Yeah. If if AEW came out five if years three, ago, he would have been four or five years past. Yeah, he he would have been their top star. Um, if it was four <laughs> or five years that, ago. Bro, no, I mean he would have been in, star, in he 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 would have been but in the mix in the main event mix for sure. Five actually, six years ago. Jay Lethal is kind of the comedy guy now, but his homies aren't allowed at ringside, so. Um, interesting. Mark Briscoe, probably one of the most liked wrestlers in the company right now. Right, and um, there's another guy who, if the, you know, they had a real, well, obviously the unfortunate passing of his brother. Um, they had some real, um, didn't he have a match at the, didn't he have an ROH title match or something like that where you thought, like, okay, they'll give him. A, he's, yeah, he's had stuff like that, but he's lost most of his matches. Right, right. So, I think it's just I mean, a miracle that he's on TV every week, you know, with, you know, the whole thing dude, with I, them, right? I, and, and, you know, supposedly he's like the coolest fucking dude ever. And yeah, so yeah, it's definitely. Just, he's just been doing great, great stuff. And they're um, going to take care of him. And his promo, dude, was so good. His promo for the Continental Classic, he goes, everyone calls me Mr. Continental. Why? Because I'm going to wake up. Eat my continental breakfast, jump in my Lincoln Continental. You know, it was just yeah. fucking great, dude. That's good. Um, Mark Briscoe, yeah, yeah. And then Roosh, uh, who has a loss already in the tournament um, against Jay White. Um, so we'll see what's going on. We've had three matches so far. We did uh, Moxley versus Briscoe. This was the best match. Mm. This was awesome, if you could imagine. It sounds like fun. Damn. Yeah, Briscoe is so entertaining. He does the redneck kung fu, you know, all that cool shit. Mm -hmm. um, Strickland beat Lethal. This was okay. It was a very much of a standard match, but it was good. And then White beat Roosh. This was a pretty damn good match. Roosh is very intense. White needed a quick win to bounce back, and uh, it was good. Uh, moving on real quick, I'm going to cut you off before you say anything here. Let me hear you talk about that... Uh, that 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 main event for full gear. Why don't you get into that for me? Okay, so um, the first I'm I I'm right here. I feel like a lot of the MJ I love MJF, and I do. I still I love him, but I feel like a lot of his main events um, matches have been super, just very overbooked, and you know just way too many. Uh, little bells and whistles. I think they just over because I think MJF's a big story guy with his matches, and I understand that, and that's why he's kind of a throwback in a way. Um, but I just especially the the first flaw I found was if MJF wasn't cleared to wrestle against Jay White, then why would you pick Adam Cole? Why would Adam Cole be cleared with a, a clear ailment? <laughs> So that was right. that was the overbooking of it, and they have Adam Cole come out with his crutches, uh, 
And no it, I don't know. trying to stop him or anything. Yeah. yeah. 20 people come out and try to stop MJF. And, and then MJF finally comes out very wounded from the attack. And then just kind of beats Jay White. And, uh, you know, a guy like Jay White who's signed to be a top person in that company. And he's, you know, I don't know. I just felt like it hurt him. Um, more than it helped MJF. Yeah, but there's there's levels to this, bro. But MJF why couldn't they just have a wrestling match? I, unless it's going to be the whole devil yeah. thing comes out, and the, you know, and that's another thing too, is I think there's a lot of people that paid fifty dollars for that pay per view, and they got no hint at all about the devil. It was almost like forgotten about for that pay per view. Right. You know, well, first on the devil thing, I'm. I'm not expecting any devil reveal at any time. I mean, it'll happen when it happens, but I wouldn't buy a pay-per-view for it because, I mean, look, uh, AEW is very long-term when it comes to a lot of that shit. Right, but at least an appearance or some type of tease, you know, or progression, if you will. And it's probably Jack Perry anyway, so... Yeah, that's what it seems like. I guess that would be the the odds-on favorite would be... You know, or unless you're a sick fuck and think it's CM Punk. And think CM Punk, yeah. <laughs> unless you're a sick fuck. How yeah. good would that be, though? It, I mean, how good would... How Dude, hilarious. I would actually be... Actually, it wouldn't. I would be bothered. Dude, I don't like being lied to by wrestling companies. I don't mind a swerve, but a straight-up lie... Like, you've heard about this whole MLW bullshit, right? What's the MLW thing? Like, motherfuckers were, like, asking to get out of the company only to join a different faction in the company. Like, they were asking for their release and shit. And they were treating and, like, that... On Twitter. Oh, okay. And then everyone was like, oh, this guy's asking for his release. And then the, the next episode, they're like, we finally got our release, so we joined this faction instead. That's fine. I don't like, have a problem with that. MLW is on the fringe of, you know, they need to capitalize on any type of uh, social outlet but they can. It's so much more loserish for AEW because it's like, oh, really? You like wrote up this, you caused all this drama and wrote this paper saying you fired him with cause. You did all that for nothing just for him to come back and like. Well, I don't like, think I they really drew up any paperwork. They absolutely did, bro. He had to sign tons of shit uh, uh, for him getting fired. And also, how do you uh, know? Tony Khan. Oh, Tony who did? Wait, Khan. who had to sign stuff? Oh, with uh, CM Punk. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Calls. No. This this isn't happening. I'm I'm just kidding. But I'm just saying. Okay. It would be you quite the it, ruse. It would be cool, and I'm say, it would be quite the ruse. But it would be so much. I think they would lose the fucking faith. I think like people would not watch AEW shit. I I think there's I, a lot really of people that are kind of losing a little faith in them right now. Um, I'm not saying I agree people. with it. There's a shitload yeah. of people that. Yeah. Dude, AEW is like. From what I've seen, it's generally like hated at this point, and maybe I'm what? in the wrong forums, but. Is I and I haven't really been a frequent watcher of WWE in recent years, to be honest. But in months, especially, it, it, what's it? What's the scene like there? Much more positive, even though WWE still has a lot of bullshit. But you know, it's it's like this, dude. What I've noticed is most people just don't talk about WWE. If they have to talk about something, they're going to talk shit. But again, I am the, I, the part of the reason I did this show was that I don't have to talk about Twitter people, and I don't know, bro. You know, I can't say what everyone thinks. This is just a vibe that I get. Right, right. I'm just and saying what's on, the yeah the general consensus. Even on the the, the AEW subreddit is like, it's just people asking like, why do people hate AEW so bad? 
And it's just us going like, I don't know. I mean, there's some bad stuff. There's some good stuff, but it's pretty enjoyable. I, I think that there is uh, WWE people that feel like AEW is an enemy of theirs or something. But, I, I but don't do know. Do you remember back in the day when we all wanted AEW to succeed to have that second, you know? We all yeah. wanted them to succeed. And a lot of people would, even if they fucked something up, they'd be like, all right, they're still learning. It's That's, like the oh, coins. Company's only been around for four or five years, and they're still learning, dude. I mean, I feel like if they weren't succeeding, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't. They would be off TNT or whatever by now, or TBS. They wouldn't have sold. They wouldn't have sold eighty thousand tickets. Yeah, yeah, right. We'll see how it does next year. That's going to be really interesting. Dude, I'm hearing if they sell like 40 or 50 next year, that'll be a huge success. But I think that's and one of so, the reasons they, they must have brought in Osprey before his contract was up at New Japan. Oh, um, dude, he's already on the intro. He's already on the Dynamite intro already. Yeah, I think a part of that must have been for the UK crowd. But uh, yeah, that was another thing where New Japan so, feels like it's being slighted with this partnership with AEW. He says he's keeping it in the family. And and when he said that, I think he considers AEW New Japan close enough to where. Well, you know? no, I think a lot of those guys, like, you know, well, I don't think, uh, you know, they decide to sign with e- AEW. I think, well, the reason why, the main reasons why, uh, honestly, if I was Will Ospreay, I would have went to WWE. Dude, I wouldn't have, and I'm telling you, first of all, they would have made this motherfucker go to Orlando. Right. I know, I know, and that's the reason why I said he didn't, but um, I kind of thought Osprey, sh- before I knew those circumstances, um, I mean, that's what, you yeah, know, Gunther is, had to finally do. Why wouldn't AEW just outpay them? I mean, they can, dude. You know, WWE has their limits too, believe it or not. They do. I, I feel how like he must have got... How bad do you want a certain guy? He, it's supposedly a seven-figure contract for three-plus years. Um, well, the thing about Osprey is he's faced everyone in both companies pretty much, um, you know, with some exceptions. Yes. But um, you know, you would never see—you're never going to see him versus Seth Rollins unless it's in WWE. And that's WWE's fault, bro. They yeah. want to have their island. But so. then again, that match is going to be not like we talked about before: Ooh, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, dream match. And then it it's, you know, watered down with bullshit, right? Well, his style would have to change, surely. Um, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff would have to change. I feel like he can be a little bit more of himself, but the biggest thing here was that he can live in England working with AEW. Right, and that's, and that's the main reason why he didn't, was he, uh, he, they wanted him to relocate. And that's something that he wasn't willing to do, and understandably so. He's married, he's got a stepkid now. And well, that's the thing, I don't know what his wife is doing either, because she's definitely, uh, she's definitely been all over NXT after she healed her injury. And Who are you I talking about? Their kid lives. I'm talking about. Isn't he married to married to that girl? The one that he smacked in uh, New Japan. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. He's it's, not. Oh, they're it's not together no he, more. No. 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 They they actually broke up Dude, around they that must time. Have been broken up for years. Then. Yeah, maybe. they were. They have been. God, what's her name? Um, she has two names, and I can't remember either one. I know. I, oh, I got her face so in my head. 
He's been with another woman for a long, a long, and I think he got married. I've heard some and people say so. she has a kid. Yeah. She has a stepkid that's like I don't know, nine or ten years old or something. Oh, okay. so he's changed his okay. whole mindset since Blair that happened. Davenport. I think. Yeah, it was Blair Davenport, and then it was what was her stardom name? No one remembers. Listeners know, and they're pissed at us. Okay, yeah, I'm seeing this. This is oh, B Priestley was her name. Okay, B. yeah, Priestley. Okay. Well, good for him. Shit. I honestly had no idea, and I'm I'm really happy for him that he has a wife and a stepkid, and he's taking care of them. That's awesome. So that's why he didn't want to go to w- is that he ended up not going WWE's because he didn't want to really relocate his whole family, and all that. So yeah. that's understandable. But um, Girl, without those, a lot to be said about not wanting to run into your ex in the hallways. But the thing about Will that makes it. Cool, is he could sign a three-year contract with WWE, and then in 33 he can go back and go to you know do whatever he wants because he's still young. Um, well, he's only got a three-year contract with AEW. His career is far from you know. And I so think he, that years, means that uh, he could probably still go to to WWE in three years too. So the the he yeah. still has a window. Smart guy. I'm telling you, bro. I have no interest in watching him and Seth Rollins, though. That's just. I, that well, just I'm just saying. I, you know, me. like I saw him. Uh, I feel like that's the uh, match everyone wants. I'm like, no. Eh. I just use that as an example because that was the. Who's this guy that's coming out with uh, Yoda Suji in the World Tag League? That the pirate guy. It's pretty cool. Who is he? El Sabrante Junior or something like that. Um, El Sabrano. Yeah, pretty cool. I like yeah, the iPad thing. I that. think he just turned heel, bro. And then he's wrestling as a baby. F- I, I don't remember. Like, there was something weird he did. Like, he turned heel in, in Mexico and then had to wrestle as a baby face in... New Japan? I don't know. I think. Is hey, we he got... Sean Moxley is a heel in AEW, but in New Japan, he's a big baby face. So, I don't know. Uh, dude, everything's different. I mean, every uh, John Moxley's a, a baby face in 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 AEW, bro. He might even if he beats up people on the side and fuck fucks people up, they still cheer him. You They're know, like oh, that's just our that's just John Moxley. That's just John Moxley. Yeah, Zadokin Junior. Pretty cool. Um, King of the you world. noticed anything good about the? Oh, real quick. So we talked about that last match. You talked. Yes. I didn't get to give my opinion on it, and. uh you know, Justin, I will say, I guess I was one of the lucky few who only watched the second half of the show. And so I just saw him come out limping, and I just yeah. figured, oh, he's going to limp and win the match that way. And so I will say, I'm not a huge fan of having any wrestler wrestle a main event all fucked up. Right. Unless, like, the heels are just so hateable that you really want to see him win. But Jay White, I think I would have preferred to see... A more even match, but dude, what I did see, I really enjoyed. I loved that match. I thought it was great. I know, no, I no, I thought the match and all that stuff was fine because they're both very fine wrestlers and great wrestlers. But just the whole, I just thought the overbooking and the, right. the storyline—it was just too much. And they did the same thing with the with the Adam Cole match in England, and you know, it's just a little too much theatrics for my liking. Yeah, I, I could, I could, I could see that, and a lot of people did bring this up. They brought up like, "Oh, you could have done it this way and avoided all that stuff." And I'm like, "Oh, that's that's true." Like something <laughs> I've realized about wrestling over time is is that kiss, like keeping it simple, is really important, right? It's I like, mean, I, uh, I always used to. 
what, what is the end goal with the MJF thing? What do you think they're who is going to get that title from him? And I I don't know if they know that yet, dude. And is Adam um, Cole just? I'm guessing Osprey. Is Adam Cole just keeping, you know, himself relevant when he's got an injury, or is this not a, a legit injury? Well, it's definitely a legit injury. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. I don't know when. We don't know. We don't know enough to stay. We don't know when Adam Cole will be back, right? So no idea. Yeah. I mean, the hope is that we can get it into the story, and it doesn't take three years, right? Um, because you have this injured guy who was a huge part of Adam uh, of MJF's story, right? So I don't know, man. Um, we have the MJF coming up with Samojo. That'll be good, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Just Fuck another Samojo filler defense, unfortunately. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe That'd they want to get the belt off, off MJF in a little bit to, to focus on that story. Maybe they take the belt off MJF before uh, uh, Adam Cole comes back and they can complete this story with the tag team championships or something. I don't know, bro. I can see, you know, I think did they kind of already do this with MJF where they need to break him down and rebuild him. But that sounds like something with a long-term baby face. Because, you know, MJF's a baby face now. He's our scumbag. Right? Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. I still think he's a better heel. I don't know. Well, yeah, but, like, but The Rock was a better heel, in my opinion, bro. Absolutely. And he's a great baby face, too. Absolutely. He's just good at everything, you know? Well, he's such a good heel that he's a good baby face, you know? You know what I've noticed too is that when we look about the, about these characters, The Rock, John Cena, when you look at Stone Cold, you know something I notice all these guys have, which is tell me if this is weird or not, but they are all fucking hilarious as baby faces. Mm-hmm. Is that just me? Like, or is this true? Like, all these guys have a huge comedy side on their baby face, and even on their heel side, almost. Yeah, I think if you're a cool heel, you're you're a baby face pretty much these days. Cause you're saying the funniest or shit, making fun of people, while. right? Yeah. You have all the best punchlines, yeah. But even when they're baby faces too, and John Cena took it over the edge sometime. I remember he'd be like, "Oh, my email is you know fancy, the unicorn you know at Gmail that like shit like that." But um, well, John Cena was just, more corny than funny. He was very corny, yeah. So, um, I, I, it's just something weird I've noticed. Okay, so the Continental Classic, we're going to see how that's going. Next match is tomorrow. World Tag League, do we have standings real quick? Um, do you know what's going on in that, or am I going to spoil it for you if I look it up? Let's look it up. I've just been kind of watching. I haven't really been keeping track of the winners and losers. We... I'm watching Yuji Nagata and Minoru Suzuki against... Uh, you know that the, the pirate guy and Yoda Suji right now. Oh, the pirate guy. Oh, he's a Mexican wrestler. You said my bad. Yeah, he's um, pretty awesome. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that we should get ourselves some wor- a replica World Tag League trophies, one for me and one for you? We haven't already. They're not. <laughs> and then we'll we'll be able to like touch them together when we meet up. Yes, we'll put the heads together and rub. Okay. Let me figure out. Well, no, they connect together, don't they? They're the two arms, like like this. They should right? make a, a necklace like that, where you can give the other part to a friend. 
<laughs> like a locket. Is the, the in, is the token global shop on listening to us? Because that would be an item I'd recommend. We have a wrestler that knows us, so we will say that. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, okay, he goes, those so are the got... assholes that lost the recording. Oh, God, dude, don't remind <laughs> me. I've talked to him about it, like, so many times. Like, How did, Oh, so he, he was aware of it and everything, too. He, yeah, I he... told him multiple times. He was kind of pissed at first, I think, because, like, this was his last podcast before he shaved his head. <laughs> but then he was like, he said, you guys are my boys, and we'll do it again sometime. And he uh-huh. says, just know y'all. Y'all are cool in my book. I was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm actually so, almost cried. The tear ducts almost started. That's wonderful. Um, yeah, he's a cool dude, man. Yeah, that, I like him a lot. Like nah, I said, he, we he bought the t-shirt. I wish I would have. He should have told me, hey, man, wait a minute. I'm going to change up something, and then you can buy the shirt. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I got the Streets of Rage shirt. It's pretty cool, though. He did say something was changing soon. Oh, he I'm was hinting, yeah. He was hinting, but the whole thing that pissed me off was not only did I lose our interview with Hinare, so people know, but his t-shirt also was sent to the wrong address, and then I hit him up, and he was like, I'll try to do something about it, but he never, that well, never what's happened. what's he going to do? So, what's he going to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's in America. I bet then, you, though, um, if you contacted the Tokon Global Shop, they would have done something. I want to tell you another little bit of drama going on in his world too. But what happens me. at the place that they sent your shirt? They just throw it in the garbage or something? That's what it was. It was a sober house, dude. But so can't you just like, call the sober house and say, "Hey, man, I think I had something I actually did. sent to you guys." I did ten times. They don't answer the phone at sober houses, bro. They're can't you just stop by and dogs. and say, explain what happened? If I took the bus there, it would probably take me an hour and a half to get there. Oh, dear. But yes, and that, but this happened months ago, bro. It's gone by now. You'll watch. I'll watch. <laughs> the guy that answers the door will Excuse be wearing me. the fucking T-shirt. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like, I have never heard of that. I'm like, you're wearing the T-shirt. Um, so, yeah, Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols are at the top of Block A in World Tag League and Atlantis. And Wait, Sobrano were you going to say that somebody messaged you or something? Or no. Yeah, yeah. This this was this I'm just gonna say who the top are on block A and block B and okay, then I'll move okay. on. So Shane okay, Haste okay. and Mikey Nichols are on top of block A, Atlantis and Soberano Jr. on top of block B, and this Yodatsuji Zandakon Jr. is his name. Badass. Zandakon. I've never heard of him. They must be, he must be Either Mexican though, because it's let's see, Zandakon Jr. He's got a cool name. Yeah. Yodatsuji. Let's see who he is. You said a pirate. Yeah, he's got a mask, but it's like oh, pirate, shit. badass look. I love it. Oh, he is a pirate. His old name was Hijo del Bucanero Jr. Yeah, I like pirates. Son of the Buccaneer. Okay, I'm going to have cool. to check this dude out. He looks, he's got a cool mask. He does. An eye yeah. patch on the mask. Okay. And he seems pretty so, big, too. Looks like a bit. He actually kind of looks white. But he is a Mexican wrestler. I, I guess what you can live in Mexico and actually uh, be fair skinned. That is possible. Will you ever watch like a, a Mexican soap opera where all the most of the people yes. look like white people? So I've seen all those on Univision back in the day. I watched a lot of those. Uh, you know, that's like our, our Argentina's new Argentina's new president kind of looks like a white guy and is just as crazy as many of them to boot. So all right, okay. you know what I'm talking about, right? You've seen him. I've heard of him, but I haven't seen him, I don't think. Here, I'll it's, look it's him not, up. It's, 
<laughs> you look up a picture of him. What's his name? Argentina's for he's gonna be like the Donald Trump of Argentina. Argentina new president. Oh, he uh, just oh yeah. He looks like uh Whoa. Jesus Christ, like Neil Diamond or something. I don't know. Or I, like yeah, a, kinda like Neil Diamond running running what a, Argentina now. Looks like a whack. Oh job. dude. Oh no, he's dressed as a superhero in one of these pictures. But uh, that's a whole different thing. The other thing is, uh, and we'll call this our last thing unless you had something else to say. Uh, this was a message I got from Hanare a while back. And Hanare sent me a uh, message from Reddit that was calling out the the uh, Fale school for being a scam. Oh, okay. So he sent that to you? That? I did he hear it. He sent that to me. He sent that to so, you saying Fale's a scam? No, he didn't send it to me. Okay, he sent it. He sent the post to me. Okay. And so I asked him, I said, you know, I don't know what to say to all this. Like, what's your take? Because I don't want right. to say anything to piss him off or anything. Because right. we know that Fale was part of the reason he got uh, in. Sure. So, and he's just, he's just like, I just hope it's not true, bro. That's all he could tell me is like, I hope it's not true. So and, he just uh, sent it to you with no context? Yeah, with no contents, just like read this. And then, yeah. Oh, I, I, he like told said, you, hey, I, check this out. Yeah. And I said, I don't know how to respond. I, I don't know. Like, what? What? how am I supposed to respond in a way? And he's just like, well, it's just like, I, I just don't know what's going on. He's like, I hope this isn't true. So and then there's been a few more posts on the Reddit just saying like that 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 wrestling school is not up to snuff, just like many wrestling schools are. Justin, right. you pay your money and then you barely get a chance to be on a show maybe one out of ten guys gets to be on a show you know right and then and then like the people that get referenced to japan are often guys that end up spending the most money and stuff like that i don't know if all this is true so we're gonna throw the alleged marker on there right and i like Fale, so sure. um it's gonna take some time to figure out what's going on there um we will keep you guys updated obviously it's all just word of mouth right now um, but yeah, it's been, you know. I, I think it's kind of, it, it came out a few months ago and, uh, it, it, very interesting that he would send that to you and say, Hey, read this. That, that actually makes me feel well, like he does hire us in about hold. the situation. Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, he does. He respects holds us, you in high regard. Um, yeah. And then I, I actually hit him back a week ago and said, if he had any updates, and I told him, I'm not trying to get a story or anything. I'm just wondering what's going on. And he just said, oh, I haven't heard anything since then. I, I so. did hear at one point they t made him take down the New Japan logo from their stuff. Oh, that's not good. That's not but, good, bro. But I don't know if that's true or not. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of it was... It's all word of mouth. Did you watch any of the documentary series they did? Oh, I actually didn't. And you said it was good, right? It was very good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah. and you know, you know, I think a lot of times with things like that, uh, of course there's, you know, there's, there's obviously the chance that there's legitimacy behind it. Um, and you know, I guess one of the guys was, you know, the, the, there's the, there's Fale and there's the other trainer guy there. That's an American guy or Canadian. One okay. of those. And Same. a lot of the complaints were based on that guy being an asshole. More or less, right? And that's right? what I'm saying. It very well could be. Um, but, the data, we, we just don't know right now. But it's one of those things where, you know, Fale is just not, even though he might not have known what was going on, 
the fact that he's running that school and isn't aware is an issue. Um, and his, his name might be on on the front and stuff right. like that. Right, yeah. or it's just the fact that he's not involved enough to know or whatever, and there's people. But then, you know, there's a side where we see it all the time. You, these guys, they commit to this stuff and they pay money. And I'm not well, saying I'm they get a of sense of entitlement, mess. but they get frustrated when they're not getting chances and they feel like everyone's against them. And, and, and you know what I mean? It's disgruntled. You know, customers. Well, Dark, side you know? Of the showed, Dark Side of the Match showed me what the wrestling kind of grind looked like from that perspective. Yeah. And it's like, you know, teacher is kind of a ripoff, doesn't care. And he did get him on WWE, which was kind of cool, but just not a whole lot there. And um, you just hope that your one of your favorite wrestlers isn't doing a similar operation. Yeah, and but I could see like, like you said, we don't know. And it's like, yeah. it could be this, it could be that. But we're not sure yet. I could see that a wrestling school model could be you have your guys that are going to actually have some talent and have potential, and you treat them differently than you treat a guy that's just doing it and has no potential. Doing it just to learn. So you maybe you, if you you don't do it right, you're not really you're making those guys feel terrible and alienating them, but still taking their money and exploiting them a little bit to keep the school running. It, <laughs> I don't very, know. That, that that very well could be too. I mean, because there are a group of people that are paying their thousand dollars or however much to get their lessons, and that's it. After that, they're done. They're done with the, you know, uh, the teachers are done doing what they needed to do. The person can leave. I mean, it's just but, you know, it's just like if, buying any product, but not everyone makes it into this close group of wrestlers. If you're drawing people into the school and baiting and switching them with stuff, then that's an issue, that's and that different. shouldn't be happening. And if you're telling That's people, different. hey, man, you're going to be in Japan if you keep this up, and then you, I just need a thousand more dollars, then that, that should not be happening. Um, exactly. Or exactly. the whole tracksuit yeah. thing, and they had to pay for their tracksuits. I mean, there's a lot of ugly stuff in there um, yeah. with the, the so room they were living in, you know, the houses. All, all sorts of stuff, and it's almost in my head. I'm like, oh, it's going to be just like the Japanese dojo, except, you know, you won't be on New Japan TV and stuff. I'm not sure that's not how it is, but, like, it's like, ugh. The dojo life, you know, if you're I, on TV and working that dojo life, it's cool. But if you're just doing it because you paid to do it, oh, you're fucked. And I could be 100% wrong, because I don't know this guy that Folly's teaming with right now that Jack Bonza is he from that dojo I don't know but I don't think I, yeah, any of those yeah, guys from the show of, have made it yeah, I know I that heard he I know he's from Australia I'm pretty sure but I don't know about being from the Folly dojo right so I don't know what uh, if if you know any of those guys have made it I know the one what? guy he was in uh, he was a young lion for a while Michael Richards right and uh, and then he wasn't he he had a little bit of a run, I want to say, in what what's the Young Lion Cup or whatever, and he was just oh, out of yeah. shape and all yeah. that and didn't look great, and then he Lions went back. Lions break, Lions break or something. Right, and he part of the storyline of the show was that you know he blew his opportunity and now he's getting a second chance, and he you know he's in, he got himself in a lot better shape and all that stuff. So, anyways, oh, God, I'm happy we have our chosen career paths, bro. We'll just put it that way. A lot of money is pretty nice, but God. Imagine working your ass off, working out, you know, three times a day and shit, only to be told, like, sorry, you need to find something else to do. Yeah. Yeah, it would suck. I guess uh, all, all athletes go through similar things. I was an umpire for a while. Umpires go through the same thing. Same shit, man. 
Um, okay, well then we're gonna leave that at leave it at that. We're gonna say we don't know, and we will talk about this more when we hear stuff. But it's tough because it's all word of mouth. It's all up in the air. But we do, definitely, as we always say on this show, we hope the best um, for we hope the best for everyone involved. Yeah, um, unless you deserve something bad, and then we'll talk. Our injustice is going on. Those people deserve to be heard from for sure. Exactly. Yep. So. All right, man, and you you said that you saw the, uh, the uh, AEW wrestlers at the Kings game on the show, right? Did you say that on the show? I think so. Okay, I think you did, so we should be good. I thought that was interesting. Um, besides that, we've got some, we've got more Continental Classic matches coming. we got tournaments this season. we got World Tag League Tournament. Um, we've got Wrestle Kingdom coming up. Oh, God. It's going to get wow. crazy, Justin. It is. We've got World's End from uh, we've World's End is right before Wrestle Kingdom. We've mm. got Survivor Series tomorrow, uh, big month, big month coming up, and all obviously we're all dealing with the holidays too. So we'll have some time off, Justin, and uh, we'll have time to record. Thank God, like tonight. This is yes. the earliest we've recorded on a Friday fucking night. Fantastic, I love it. I know it's like you don't have to go ex- immediately to bed when you're done. Nope. Cool. I might. Yeah, though. I might. Uh, I I might hit the bar, but uh, good for you. Tell some about some other stuff after this. We'll see. It was All funny because right, uh, yeah. we were driving in the, on Melrose today because I had to go down to the art Fancy store you. with my wife. So we're 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 on the way back from the art store. There's this local bar, not local, but a mel- bar in Melrose that I would go to. I don't know. I haven't been there for years, but <laughs> I was like, it closed. You know, the Village Idiot. It's called, and it closed. And I was like Damn. telling my wife, I'm like, yeah, it's really unfortunate that that place closed, man. I like that place. And she's like, you never went. I'm like, I don't go to bars. I don't, you know, like, it's, it's not, what, you know, when am you, I going to do that? The, you feel nostalgia for something I, that you really didn't patronize. Right. I, don't, I was like, I, don't, I love bars, but I don't go to them really because, you know, wife, kids, and my wife doesn't really go drink or anything. So, um, Brother, not really... I, I've had places shut. I've had places shut down. I've never even been to, and I felt sad about it. Like right, we had this yeah. kids' place called it. It's it's I T Z. We had a place that here It was like an arcade, and I was. I never went into it, and it shut down. And it was a kids' place, not for adults, but it shut down. And I was like, damn, I miss that place. There was a cool bar, kind of right by the Village Idiot, called the Dark Room, and it was basically an old converted car garage they turned into a bar. You took. We drove by it, brother. Oh, okay. You showed yeah. me that. I. I still want to check out a lot of those places. The place it's I was, was different now. All it's something bars. else now. It's finally something else now. But it's okay. just some stupid. I mean, you, it looks cool, out, but uh, you point you. We drove down there, and you were like, "Oh, I used to go to this place. I used to go to this place." Yeah. So yeah, those those places were cool, and obviously where we are, there's like bars everywhere too. So. And you know, if Maria and the kids go to Japan next summer. That maybe you can plan a trip to come out then, because then you can oh, just yeah. stay here. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll definitely stay in contact about that. Yeah, bro. so definitely. that'd be fun as hell. It's sad that you can't go to Japan though. Yeah, we got the dog and everything, so it just really. really That's hard. yeah. Wow, I don't think people bring their dogs across nations, do they? No, especially Japan's a little harder to do that too. Yeah, you keep your dog in a little thing under the plane for 18 Well, that, hours and no, I think Japan, that. with, like, kind of the different diseases and stuff that dogs get here. Yeah, they're like, no dogs. No yeah, dogs. Yeah, yeah. 
Inu, Inu Janai, Inu Janai. There you go. Is that is that right? I think so. Inu is dog, right? Ask Ask Maria. Inu Janai. She's all the way in the other room. It's okay. Okay, it's it's all good. Okay, guys, thank you for listening to us. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate you. We went appreciate a good hour too, and forty five minutes, just about. And uh, I'll be talking to you this weekend, too. So everyone have a good weekend. Have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great Christmas. Great Christmas, although we'll probably talk to you before then. And we will see you guys later. Farewell. Farewell.